Welcome to Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Allison. Who do we have with us today, Allison? We are joined by Fabi Fav and Babelito, co-hosts of Latinos Who Lunch. Welcome, guys. Thank you for coming on. Hello, hello, hello. Que show, que show, que show. Hola, I may hola, be hola. starstruck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. So a little bit of info for our listeners. Um, I wanted to have... Um, Favi Fav and Babelito on the podcast because I actually got into podcast because of you guys. I don't know if I've shared this story Yay. a couple years ago. Like when you first launched, I saw stickers about town and I knew of your work, obviously. And I was like, well, I'm going to listen to this podcast thing. Give it a chance. And I immediately fell in love. Um, it was really yes. cool because, I mean, you're based in Vegas. You were talking a little bit about the local scene. I appreciate art. I appreciate, you know, recognizing people of color. And so I just thought your podcast was just so incredible. And from there, it sent me down a rabbit hole of podcasts, mm. more politically driven. You're the only entertaining podcast that I listen to. Everything is like hey. hardcore. So <laughs> if I want to relax, I tune in. And uh, it's just, it's been incredible to see your voyage um, from the beginning. Um, I think it's wonderful what you're doing. It's super community driven. I love how you're trying to support other brown podcasts and you're just a platform for other people throughout the country and I've discovered a lot of uh, people brown podcasts throughout the country so I listen to um, Nos Vemos in el Swap Meet yes. Café con Pam so I've discovered a lot of podcasts through you guys so I think you're super ambassadors for other podcasts throughout the country and that's why um, I wanted to have you on. We also are a community-driven podcast yeah. and you inspired us to launch and so I'm really happy to have you guys here. Damn. That means a lot. We're yeah. done. <laughs> that just made me have feelings. Uh, oh, thank wow. you so much. Oh my gosh, I think I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> that may be the well, mystery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, I'm so excited, and Babelito and I have talked about it recently on our <clears throat> podcast that um, we want to support more local talent and more local Latinos and, and activists that are here. So we're so grateful for your podcast because for a long time we're like, well, who is there? There's like three podcasts, but now there's more and more. And I'm so excited to see that growth. So you're part of that movement, which is so cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're very excited. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, you'll you'll notice pretty quickly that I am the more serious one, Allison. Is. <laughs> Allison is very much the comedic the comedic role on our podcast. So, um, but uh, you know, kind of get into some of the questions you're, that you're we've. You're funny. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm the serious one, but exactly. the funny one. I'm yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he's really. Funny. I'm a hood. Yeah. <laughs> a what? A hood. Oh, oh, a hoot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm interpreting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows, she knows accents. Yes, yes. Northern accents. Well, we're both from Chihuahua. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So, um, so I'm going to start with some questions because I know we have obviously already talked about kind of some of the topics we wanted to talk about. Why, why did you guys start a podcast? Like, what, what, it, what was it that got you to to want to do this this platform, this media? Well, we met over four years ago. And we started having this like very hardcore conversations from day one. Mm. And within the first couple of times, because Fabi Fab was and still is an avid um, podcast listener, he said, we should record this. Then I started oh, okay. getting into podcasts because of him. 
And finally, two years later, we said, screw it. Let's just start it. Let's just get it going. Because we felt that what we were, the conversations that we were having, we couldn't see that reflected in any other podcast. And instead of complaining about it, we decided to do something about it. So we borrowed some equipment. And two years later, here we are. Because we had our two-year anniversary last Saturday. Yes, last Saturday. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. That's crazy. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, and I, I think that's something that I've dealt with for a while now is I think we're trained a lot of the times in this, you know, white supremacist patriarchy to like play the victims and kind of like push it, pull ourselves down and say, oh man, there's no Latino podcast. Nobody supports us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what, you know, that's why don't you make your own podcast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even within our own worlds like Babelito's an academic right I'm an artist a visual artist um, there's a lot of artists that complain especially in Las Vegas that there's no opportunities mm-hmm. I'm like well bitch when's the last time you <laughs> set up a show in a house when's yeah. the last time you went to a coffee shop and asked them if you can hang your art mm-hmm. up you know what I mean it's the same mentality mm-hmm. and I was fortunate enough to be surrounded by an art community that always challenged me and always said well okay we'll just make it happen and it's like that's kind of the, also like being raised on the east side of Las Vegas. You make the best with what you're given. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Latinos Who Lunch is a testament to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always hustling. And Always. making opportunities for yes. yourself. Yes. Yes. That's great. That's great. Well, that's kind of... Uh, I can identify with that. Um, people... We launched our podcast because a lot of people would approach us. Um, we both come from the nonprofit sector mm-hmm. and we're always approached by people. They're frustrated about how things are going and complaining that there's no community and they're like, how do I get involved? And that's the purpose of this podcast is just right. to bring on people like you, like yourselves and let them know there is community. There is There are things mm-hmm. going on and just freaking go out and do it, you know, and uh, either run for office or donate your time or your money or go visit X or Y gallery, but just do something. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to say too, I mean, none of us in this room would know each other if it wasn't for our involvement. Mm -hmm. You know, I met Allison because she volunteered at United Way. And so that's, and I worked at United Way. So we met there. I met Jose and Ashley because I met a mutual friend and we were like, we like music. And it was like, I'm going to get involved. I'm going to go jam out. Even though I suck at playing music, I'm going to go jam out with these people. And here I am now. And I've been told I can never leave Las Vegas. So, And they push um, you to try new things, right? Definitely. Like yeah. ceviche. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or singing. <laughs> Jose composed the songs for a oh, musical that I was in. Right, right. Oh, I thought you meant me. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. no, no, I, no. I, will, <laughs> I will sing plenty when I'm drinking. We'll explore That's, that. Is it well? No. But it is singing. Ooh, it yes. is technically... Song. There needs yeah, to be whiskey song. present, though. Yes, yeah. definitely. And the killers, usually. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what have been some of the challenges that you guys have faced in Vegas? I know talking with you guys, you've talked about your listeners. Uh, a lot of them are not based in Vegas. They're like in L.A. and other parts of the country. And us, through the few followers that we have so far, we've seen that there's not too many Vegas-based listeners. So, um, you know, what... What have you faced? I think the hardest part is to find the Latino community that cared about us. And it, I think they've always been here. It's just it's only recently that we found our, our people, like our gente. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> in the beginning, we had a lot of people supporting us, and that seemed to go away for a little bit once we started to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it, it is there. The communities are there. They're hidden. They're small, but they're there. So for me, that's been the struggle to to let people know. Because I tell them, every everybody I meet, I tell them to listen to the podcast mm-hmm. for that same reason. Mm-hmm. But um, it's been a little bit of a challenge in Vegas. But I feel like it's shifting. I feel mm-hmm. like it's shifting slowly. Mm-hmm. I mean, being an artist in Vegas, people don't like to pay you for your work. They don't mm-hmm. like to pay creatives. And I'm over that. So we've been doing the podcast for two years. We just got our first paying gig, paid gig. Uh, shout out to UNLV interdisciplinary. What is it? Inter- interdisciplinary. Interdisciplinary gender studies, ethnic studies Something department. Like not oh, even the right. not even the arts department. Oh, no, 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 the arts department. Are you kidding me, girl? Uh, or media, right? Yeah. You would think. No. Huh. So. Shout out to them, and we gave them our rate, right. and this is what we expect to get paid. And they said, okay, they didn't even bat an eye. That's awesome. So, um, I mean, we've been all over the country mm-hmm. um, uh, doing lectures at different schools, and they happily flew us out. And then you go to UNLV, and I'm like, okay, great. So how, what's your budget? What are you going to pay us? And they looked at me like... A, a I'm Capriati cr- Yeah, right. They look at yeah. me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, okay, oh, bye. Geez. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Hell no! As a, as creatives, we all need to, we all need to set that standard because mm-hmm. we're all being taken advantage of because nobody speaks up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. an important point. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pe- I've heard that from a lot of creatives and mm-hmm. um, the need to teach kids while they're in school how to place value upon the work mm-hmm. that they're producing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I get that. I get. That. I mean, man, it's hard. Like, know your worth, right? Especially right. like as immigrants. You're just thought like, hey, you're lucky to be here. Shut the fuck up and work, right? And it's taken us like almost two yeah. years, like almost the length of the podcast to be like, nope, we're not going to do that. And it's okay mm-hmm. to say no. Mm-hmm. Recently, we're having a gig and we actually had to question ourselves when a year before the same gig, we didn't even question it. You jumped at the opportunity. Yeah, I really yeah, don't. We spent, we spent the night, five of us in one single room, but we're just like so appreciative. Yeah. And now wow. we're like... And this year, I don't even want to go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel the same way, but that's because yeah. of that. Because they, they even hesitated. They're like, no, we're not going to pay. No, 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 no. So it's just, it becomes a challenge, but you also need to learn when to step out and when to just do it you know so right. it's it's taken a while but i feel like we we finally understand our worth that's yeah, awesome right? that's awesome yeah can you tell us about some of the endeavors that you've uh <clears throat> undertaken like uh podcasterio in los angeles oh yeah that was really cool so um last year i think it was in november we did an impromptu uh podcast festival mm-hmm. so we got over 17. It was 17 podcasts wow. from all over the country, all Latinx-based podcasts. Mm-hmm. They set up booths, and we did uh, panels um, at the Plaza de la Cultura in L.A., mm-hmm. and uh, alongside uh, Morcajete Dominguero, which is a monthly vendor, Latinx vendor event. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so cool to get everybody together, and there we decided that maybe we should create a network. So there's also a Podcasterio network, that came from Podcasterio Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, and that was all started because when Babelito and I started this podcast, I said, we can't, we're not in competition with mm-hmm. other Latinos. We are part of a great, we're going to be part of a great network of Latinos. So from the jump, from when we started the podcast, I said, we're going to support, we're going to give shout outs to other podcasts every 
episode mm-hmm. um, because that's another, again, that's another thing. They want people, people want, you know, for us to tear our own selves down, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, who do you like? Do you like Shakira or do you like J-Lo? And like, Latinos like to do that. Yeah, like, I like both of those bitches. <laughs> yeah. They're amazing, right? Yeah. So um, we started the hashtag support brown podcasts mm-hmm. and then support hashtag support Latinx podcast. And through that, we started to connect with Radio Menea, the Colores Radio, um, Cerebronas from Boston. Uh, so many, so the many podcasts. Yes. yes, so many amazing podcasts. And now we've literally become friends with so many different podcasters all over the country That's that anytime I visit a city, we... We have this connection, yeah, which is I'm, so cool. I'm about to move, and I already have a network of friends. Yeah. And all of them through the podcast. It was oh, wow. so crazy. I went to San Francisco recently, mm-hmm. and I was just bar hopping with a friend. Mm-hmm. And at every bar that we went to, somebody came up to me, and they're like, are you Fabi from Latinos Who Lunch? Oh, wow. And then wow. by the end of the fucking night, there was like 15 queer, yes. brown groupies. people. Yes. at the awesome. Yes. Fabi groupies. Yeah, like black the fuck out. That was so fun. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout that's out to, really cool. Yeah, shout out to the Eagle. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, again, I mean, uh, I've discovered so many great podcasts, and it just shows the richness of uh, the Latinx mm. uh, community here in the United States. Like, there's music, podcasts, there's stuff about culture, um, the LGBTQ community. There's just so many things you guys talk about art and academia so i appreciate you know i just discover so many different podcasts through you and that's one of the things we've discovered that it's not just about latinx podcasts it's an intersection of so many voices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so when we put together podcasterio we realized that more than half of us were queered um more than half of us pretty much all of us are spanglish and then mm-hmm. Latino, like so. There's so many different things happening within those, that those podcasts that just are not represented anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that because you either have to be queer or Latino and being both of us. If we get something like that, it's amazing. Yeah. So the fact that podcasts are, is a medium where you just produce yourself and you don't have to even think about it. Right. It naturally flows. So after we put all this group together, we're like, oh my god! Like so many different things are intersecting here in one single space, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. It was beautiful to see it sounds super beautiful yeah. and to present yeah. yourself uh in your most original form and to find that there's so many people out there that are going through the same situation mm-hmm. or similar things and um just to grow and learn from you it, it's mm-hmm. and it just ev- now we see latinx podcast starting every week <laughs> every week and um, there's so many that we love. There's so many that we don't love so much. Like there's everything, mm-hmm. but every single one is different. Yeah. And there's so many that you have no idea how much you need it in your life till you start listening to them. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Yeah. One, and, and not all of them have to be amazing. Yeah. There's so many white people making awful shit. That millions of people listen. Like, to. We hope we're not. Yes. One, so we're, we're not one of them. I mean, I mean, fucking man. I'm yes. just saying. I'm like, I just watched yeah. Jimmy Fallon the other day, and I'm like, oh, I heard. You. I I love to talk shit about him because like, how is how is he hosting the Tonight Show? He does nothing. He, he just has. Know how to ask when no. questions. He, has, he just has great friends come on, but he right. has no personality. Like yeah, yeah. Well, he literally I, is drunk. Like all the time. Is he? Which I mean, oh, yeah, no, he is. He that makes sense. he is. Oh, that he's drunk. That explains a lot. Yeah. 
No, this Jesus. is this is a this is like a like a known secret <gasps> that he's drunk all the time. Oh, that it's makes me like scandalous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is why he comes up with this stupid game. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I don't love Jimmy Fallon, but like he's drunk all the time, so he comes up with the stupid games because he's a terrible interviewer. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I mean, if I were on his show, I'd be like, dude, like talk to me for the love of God, talk to me. Yeah, well, well, yeah. I'm totally start failed at that, that Trump interview. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's. I mean that that's a that's a separate story. I think that's an NBC thing also. Yes, but, indeed. Yeah, no, but it's good. We need more Latinx representation out there. More people of color. More women just putting shit out there. And if it's not the best, you can always improve. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, I heard a statistic recently uh, that most podcasts that start now don't make it past eight episodes. Right? So oh. once you make it past the eight, yes. You're over the huh. hump. There's over th- 400,000 podcasts or something out Holy there. Shit. And only a small percentage of them make it over that eight episode hump. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just keep going. If you listen yeah. to our first episodes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Bad quality. We also need to not stop because I, the other day I was questioning my, this. I was just like, why are we all doing the same type of podcast, conversational podcast? And I'm just like, because nobody wants to produce us. So even though there's a lot of us, there's so many of us, we still have not reached that point where like people want to produce Latinx podcasts. They still don't think our voices are valid yet. Mm. So we just need to keep pushing and pushing and pushing because I see other people's podcasts and black podcasts or white podcasts and there's so many amazing, really well-produced ones. Uh-huh. And right. we don't have that. It's it's almost like we have this amazing community and we're growing every single day, but yet we're not for um, for to be in that level. Somehow we're not validated yet. But I feel like we're in the, como se dice, like in the brink or brinch? Como se dice? Brink. brink. The yeah, brink yeah. to yeah. like yeah. like become that. And because you see it in TV now, you see all the shows that are coming out in TV and I feel like it's our turn. So we'll see. Well, and I think we, we, I mean, Allison and I talk about that a lot too, particularly I, I, I'll be honest. Most of the podcasts I listen to are audio dramas. Real life is too fucking hardcore for me to listen. Cause it's, I'm a political junkie. So I read only politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we talk about that a lot and you know, like Allison's a fan of crooked media, which is great. But I mean, those guys, they got their, they worked for Obama. I mean, like they're not, they're yeah. not, they're not, they didn't, they didn't, I mean, it's not a D it's D Y I to a point, but mm-hmm. you know, they have the connections you know, there's they're not the average person that's like, hey, my voice isn't heard. I'm gonna make a podcast. They're like, my voice. We want our voices heard, but we also know like everyone who we can put on our podcast. Exactly. Not to not to call them out because I think they're great. I think yeah. we both think they're great, but it's that's what we hear. Those are the podcasts that are. I mean, when I look on Google and I see the top podcasts, it's like that's that's who those people are. They're people that have some sort of backing. They're mm-hmm. working for someone. They're known comedians. They have yes. they worked for the White House. You know, they work for NPR, they work for NBC, something like or that. Or Univision. And I was right. going to yeah, say, yeah, there's yeah. now yeah, there's big companies yeah. producing bullshit podcasts now. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like they're trying to replicate what they have in TV or in radio. And right. it doesn't translate. Mm. I mean, because they're, they're... Not for our audience. No, Mm-mm. no. They're very old and it sounds like I'm listening <laughs> to 1990s radio from Mexico City. Piolin has a podcast. Piolin has a podcast. I saw it on Spotify the other day. Yeah, I can. I can actually. I low key can't wait to listen to El Piolin. I love El Piolin. 
I'm not going to check it out. No. So, okay. So, So, to bring it down to a microeconomic level then, what would your advice be for Vegas, for people living in Vegas, uh, people of color, uh, but anybody out there that has an idea for a podcast, how do they go about that? And what is your advice for us too? And for that matter, we're just approaching our eighth episode. Like, how do we... Yes. So we're not going away, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> Allison's mom, we're really sorry. Yeah. Sorry. My mom, very we're not fucking, fucking sorry. sorry at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mom wants to hear the F word more. She taught you. She did. She taught me the F word. She wants it more. Oh my gosh. Advice? Well, right now, there's not a lot of resources uh, when it comes to like finding cheap equipment or free equipment. I know that um, pretty soon this year, I think they're going to build a podcast studio in the East Las Vegas Library. Shout out to the library district. Yes. Big fans here. So mm-hmm. my friend, one of my friends. Oh, you know Anna. Anna. Yeah. Shout out to Anna Allred. Anna Allred. We love her. She is so cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, as soon as she found out, she, she, she texted me and she's like, yo. You want to be a part of this, and I'm like down. So That's I had awesome. dinner with the, with her yes. yesterday, literally, and told oh, her that we're when coming. you almost died. Oh. When I almost died. Okay. I won't I'm name s- it. The place. <laughs> I won't. I, I'm no so shout excited. Out. Yes. But also, uh, if you have anybody that they, if you know anybody that goes to UNLV, UNLV now has a, a recording studio for podcasting. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's different media companies in town. Um, like the newspaper ones that we illegally uh, snuck in and recorded a few episodes. Oh, great. We're not going to say who before we, before we had our equipment. But, you know, it's you just have to be resourceful yeah. and go in Bootleg at it. night with a janitor. Yeah, yeah, totally. That and we saw like Bloom, Bloom has one, the, the women's oh. working space. Yes, yes, yes. We did see that. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Um, just make it work. I mean, uh-huh. there are certain apps now that you can you can do your podcast with your phone. You know, just record it with your voice memos, and that's it. I mean, I used to listen to po- a podcast that was ten minutes long, and it would come out every week. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a commitment, but consistency is important. It's important, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you if you want to start a podcast and you don't want to overcommit to it, you don't want to spend so much time. Okay, it's a bi monthly or just a monthly podcast, um, or for every year, whatever you know. But just have it so that people expect. Right. Expect it on a certain day of the month or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's always, um, that's always good when it comes to having a strong listenership. Okay. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. be fickle. I got you. Yeah, and I know um, we've talked about this, but you know, I'm really interested, kind of how how your growth went as a podcast. So I mean, you celebrated your two year anniversary, but mm-hmm. how, like, what was what was that process like? I mean, you know, how. You know, when did you feel like you're like, okay, people are listening to us. People like this is this is something that, you know, we're we're spending our time for something worthwhile. Mm, I don't know. I feel like we were doing the podcast. We were excited with the first couple hundred listens. Mm-hmm. But we also were doing the podcast because we wanted to do our podcast. Right. 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 It wasn't until much later that we realized the potential of this thing to keep growing. And responsibility. Yes. And I think it was through the live through the live gigs okay. that we saw the potential of reaching out much larger audiences than we ever thought possible. And the fact that we are validated in academic spaces mm-hmm. where we're normally not validated or you have to go through so many hoops 
to be validated. Mm -hmm. And then you have all the students that come to us afterwards, just like they're hungry for those voices and just want to talk to us. Like we we went to um, Micah, an art school in Baltimore, and like students that just wanted us to go to their studio because they don't have that representation. Mm -hmm. So when we saw that, as much as, as important as it is to get the numbers, we also were like, as long as we can keep doing this, mm -hmm. right? Forever. I mean, not forever, but I mean, as long as we can or as long as we're going to do it, then I, at least in, for my part, like, I'm happy, you know? Yeah, I think at first it was just like, this is for us. You know what I mean? We're going to do this for us. Right. And then we had a big spike in listenership because we got some national attention through different media outlets, at, like all at once, like within the three months or something. That's true. And so... Uh, then we were a little bit more like, oh, wow, now we can have advertisers and we were more concerned with that. But mm -hmm. now after like the last, I think three months, I don't even look at the numbers anymore. I haven't looked at the numbers and in I, months. And I am just so grateful for the, we have a very, uh, what is it? Uh, loyal listenership. Mm -hmm. So you can, I can tell that it's just the same listeners, mm -hmm. maybe a couple extra ones every time you know like and it's, it's yeah it's still growing it's, it's slow, slow it's slowly yeah. growing right. um but i'm doing it for those listeners and like people that 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 now we've kind of become you just see them on social media all the time like excited that there's a new episode mm -hmm. like i'm thinking of those people when we're mm -hmm. doing the episodes are you talking about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> your twitter you're stalker. one of, yeah i love our twitter stalkers they're the best yeah Totally. Shout out to the Twitter stalkers. <laughs> well, or, I mean, and also, like, I was just, like, shocked recently when one of my favorite podcasters, her name is uh, Jay from the podcast Tea with Queen and Jay. She listens oh. to us every week. Oh, and I, like, wow. I can't <laughs> believe it. I thought it was one episode, and now I she see her listens, tweeting all the she time. She listens to every episode and comments about it, and I'm like... <gasps> What awesome. the fuck? You're like, fangirling I, <laughs> over here. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm her. I'm her fan. I'm like, right. she, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's amazing, and I just can't believe she actually takes the time awesome. to actually listen to us. Yeah. So anyway, oh, that's that's it's awesome. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and you guys, of course. Of and course. that's and that's. I mean, for for me, you know, knowing that so many of these, you know, and 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 obviously, I mean, our listeners know that I'm very white, so you know the. But what like, we make I it? Know, I, know. I, I try to point Shocking. it out on every episode. I don't see colors, um, but I know. <laughs> right, all lives matter. Is that? Is that? Yeah. No. 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 I can think of a few lives yeah. that don't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, you know, and I, I think that's a good point. I, I know for me, like, like when I'm on social media, like I want podcasts that I, that I listen to that I know that are like really small. I'm like, I want you to know that like you're making a difference. I mean, whether it's mm -hmm. for. 10 people or for 20 people or for just me like you know there are ones that I'm pretty sure that there's not very many people to listen to that I'm like this has impacted me this is this is what I'm here for and I mm -hmm. think that that's I mean I think you know and granted we don't have the numbers yet but that's I think that's really important I think knowing that you're making a difference to to, to people out there I think that's that's really cool mm -hmm. yeah and it's all about this medium too it's like so personal you get to learn right. about these people you've got to people have listened to us for two years I've listened to this podcast uh, for seven years, and it's just like four friends talking, and they don't talk about anything really. Um, but it's I a podcast wow. about nothing. Yeah. No. Oh my god, <laughs> my mind is blown. Not, but, it's not Seinfeld. It's not no, Seinfeld. no, no, it's not Seinfeld. The podcast, <laughs> but it's very similar in that way. But I just like, I look forward to listening to them every week because it's just like listen. It's just comforting, you know what I mean. So 
that's what I hope Latinos Who Lunch will eventually become. Even though we're not talking about nothing, you know, we're still familiar voices. And that is, I think that's important. Yeah. And you become yeah. invested in the people. Yeah, You're totally like, I know. wonder what Pavelito is doing now. I wish him work yeah. in Chicago, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. when when I graduated and this one was recording live on Instagram, <laughs> after the whole entire day, the next morning, con la cruda, like I opened my Instagram and I was just crying. Like it was just like, I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot, but there was like dozens and dozens of like messages from listeners who are just like, oh my God, like how inspiring. Like I just never even thought about it. So oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Well, this has been part one of our interview with the Latinos Who Lunch. Um, thank you for joining Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. This is Jacob. This is Allison Yanez. And we have in the studio with us today... Jose Sotelo, our producer. And we have Ashley Pacheco, who's our fact checker and research assistant. And creative assistance by Berta Gutierrez. And of course, our dog in the den of descent, the lovely Concha Queen, Raven. 